This is a Crib Room Podcast. Preventative maintenance. Looking after yourself on the inside and outside. It is time on our Crib Room podcast to talk a bit more about ourselves as we're in isolation at the moment. And joining us is Samantha Jackson, who is a health coach and can give us some great tips on keeping physically and mentally fit at this particular point in time. Because for a lot of people, they're either going into isolation or they're on the lookout for probably working from home and not doing too much. But their favourite gym or their favourite exercise activity might not be possible. Samantha joins us to have a chat in the crib room. Sam, thanks very much for your time. Thanks so much for having me on, Glenn. It's a great pleasure to be here and and have a chat to you. Now, uh, if you, like me, as soon as you realised when Scott Morrison had unfortunately announced that places of gatherings included the indoor venues such as gymnasiums or or trying to do things in a a gym environment, uh, i.e. lifting the heavy weights or group classes or whatever goes with that one, perhaps you've just gone, oh. Uh, But at the same time, this is a lot of opportunity for us to help keep fit and exercise in our comfort of our own home and probably something that is is pretty vital to keep up with at this particular point in time as well. Oh, it absolutely is. And and it's actually something that didn't upset me when the, when the gyms closed um, because I just think, well, now's the time to really get creative because a lot of people will see going to the gym as a bit of a drudgery and they go because they have to go. Well, now what if you could exercise and get fit and stay fit by doing things that are a little bit more fun for you you know things that you can do at home or outdoors in your garden and things like that so yeah I, I just think it opens up a bit of creative opportunity for us okay cool so let's get creative and let's get into waking up and doing a, a bit of a session at home talk us through I suppose what you would have in mind to be doing a session at home first of all okay well first of all, there's two two ways of looking at this one if you do have equipment at home and the second is if you don't. So I'll, I'll start with the first option. Mm-hmm. If, if you do have some equipment, so you, you actually don't need a lot. You could really get away with, with just a couple of dumbbells. Adjustable ones are always the best ones that you can get because they can grow with you. So get, getting some adjustable dumbbells would be ideal. If not those, then you can get some resistance bands, which I'm a huge fan of. I I love a good resistance band workout. You can get a cracking good workout just with a a few rubber bands Um, and you can get those really quite economically as well. So getting some of those and also like a um, a suspension strap that you can hang from a a door or a beam, anything like that, and it's got two handles on it and you, you can do some amazing workouts on there too just with body weight that you're using different angles that that actually puts more strain on your muscles and just the the weight of your body depending on that that fulcrum effect so there's um there's a three pieces of equipment really that that's all you would need to to get a really solid workout at home it's a great option isn't it really when you have a little bit of a look around your home to use some of the other items as well but but sometimes less becomes more and that that obviously helps out with various different muscle groups as well absolutely and and i deal with with people who traveled extensively in in my role as as a health coach so what i just say to people is get some resistance bands and put those in your suitcase they weigh nothing and i'll show you how to work out in your hotel room in about two meters of space and uh, and we can still make you hurt the day after that's that's totally okay you know you can still get a really solid session in just with those resistance bands. So those alone are, um, are ideal. If that's all you've got, 
then that's all you need. Okay. Now, so how long do you think we should be doing an exercise routine for at home? I suppose one minute is best, better than none and five is better than none. You, know, you can just keep going and multiplying with that. What's the sort of optimum time we should be doing something? I like to get people exercising for a maximum of about 45 minutes per day. So that gives you plenty of time to, to work one or two really good muscle groups and get some great exercise in there, get some rest in there as well because you, you need those recovery periods as well when, you, when you're doing some weights work. So get your, get your, your exercises in, get your, um, get your recovery, 45 minutes tops. So it, it doesn't need to take all day unless you're going through some endurance training. If it's just pure strength work, it's, it's about working smart, not hard necessarily. Yeah, indeed. And especially at this particular point in time when a lot of people are trying to work from home as well. And, and then from different levels of fitness as well, there could be some people who just want to, who normally go for maybe just a couple of blocks walk and they unfortunately can't do that these days. Or there could be others who do go to that 45 minutes. The range of activity and the range of exercises, is there any feedback on, on that? You know, the, the, the different levels? Oh, totally. So if um, it would really depend what you're working with. So if you've got some adjustable dumbbells, then then keep those light and you can go light weights and lots of reps. So you can you can do it that way. You can build some muscle that way. You can also get your just your cardiovascular fitness up as well. So if, if you're not uh, if you're not too um, great in the strength department, then I would go for some body weight cardio work. And do those in intervals so that you know you can then work yourself up. So get your strength up, body weight first, and get that functional fitness first, and then move yourself up to to lifting some weights would be absolutely ideal. And then various targeting various different body parts. And you spoke a bit about recovery as well. We could probably get into a bit of routine where we're just doing the same exercises. But is it is it still good to have that leg day to have that day that you focus on your core or those arm days still to mix it up? Um, I like to do probably two muscle groups per day. So that would be, say, shoulders and back or abs and legs or um, back and and arms. So, yeah, I, I like to, to really mix that up a little bit. So two, two muscle groups a day, and I like to do three weights sessions per week. So you can cover absolutely everything over in a week and, and do probably two per muscle group per week. Um, if you're doing three per day and then two per, sorry, three per week, two per day, um, then you've also got some time to really focus on the different aspects of those muscles too, because legs just isn't quads. You've got your calves, you've got hamstrings, you've got your quadriceps, you've got your glutes. So you, you can really focus in on some different aspects and, and really um, hone those, those legs and not just do legs as such, but do some different exercises for different parts of those legs. So two per day, I would say. Now, now we talk about exercise as well, Samantha. It's not just about having that from our normal routine that we're trying to bring into our, our new life routine for this particular point in time. But um, why do we need to exercise? Because many people out there will be looking at to purely just keep their weight under control. There's a lot more benefits, Samantha, really, isn't there? Oh, there is. The, the mind-body connection should never, ever be underestimated. So I, I'm a firm believer that exercise is one of the most underrated antidepressants on the market. So even, I mean, we, we can't walk too far, but we can still walk out into some open spaces. So even just going for a walk and getting some fresh air, even if it's just outside in your garden, that clears your head 
absolutely beautifully in a lot of cases. But then getting just, um, if you do like a shadow boxing session or, or even better if you've got like a, a punching bag, that is just stress relief on steroids. You know, that is an amazing for, for your mental health, just to, to, to get that energy out and, and do a great boxing session or do a, a cardio session where you're pushing yourself and you, you know, you're, you're having that mental battle because everything on your body is going stop and you're going, no, I'm going to do two more. And you, you're really in that battle with yourself and you've got that determination and grit. And that then actually carries on into your daily life. You know, once you're in that mindset of no, I'll stop when I'm finished, not when I'm tired, that, that mindset really carries on into daily life. And it's amazing how much um, mental discipline but also resilience that you can give yourself as well. And I think in these times that, that mental focus, clarity and resilience are really, really important. So the mental health factor for, for why we should exercise is for me as important as the physical factors of why we should exercise. I've just gone through your uh, bit of a bio on you here, Samantha, as well. And I, I really wanted to have a chat to you, first of all, about all of the exercise stuff. But just going back through your bio and some of the... I hope they're not coming to your house. Um, some, <laughs> no. some, some of the, uh, the, the the jobs and some of the, the people that you've worked with previously, you've had a lot of high-end mm. positions, retrainers and nutritionists went out and, and started doing a lot more health and fitness sort of regimes. Um, I'll tell you what, there's a name on here that I've just found out, Mel Gibson. Tell me about that story. <laughs> Well, I, I was um, at the time doing quite a bit of public speaking and, and I just finished the Sydney gig. I was on an Australian-New Zealand tour and I just finished the Sydney gig and I was meeting some friends. I was going to do a sneaky little conference for them and, uh, and we were just sitting there having some you know, pizza and Caesar salad, I think we were having and, you know, at our table and, and Mel came and sat next to us just on his own and we all sat there and went, oh my gosh, that's Mel Gibson and then and he turned around and went, well, yeah, I can hear you. Hi. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was probably the most awkward moment of our entire lives and um, yeah, it just went from there. So he came and joined us and he started patting his belly just halfway through the night in conversation and said, oh, you know, I wish I could get rid of this guts and I said, well, I'll, I'll get rid of that for you. I uh, said, give me eight weeks and, and I'll get rid of it. And he said, well, what are you, some sort of nutritionist? And I said, actually, yeah, I am. So he, um, we, we had a bit of a chat. He ended up giving me his phone number and, and email address. And I thought, I'll never, ever hear from you again. And then that was on the Thursday. And then the following Monday, I was still in Sydney and my husband and I were out for dinner because it was my birthday. And, uh, and I get a text message from, from Mel saying, so Mighty Mouse, what are you going to do about my gut? And yeah, we've been talking every day since. It's it's phenomenal. It's amazing what a chance meeting can lead to. That is phenomenal, and the ability to also have you know that program with well eight weeks meal plans and and fourteen kilos later, it's a lighter meal. So that is unbelievable. But t tell us about retraining as a nutritionist as well after some some higher end jobs in in banks and in healthcare because. Uh, I suppose it sort of goes hand in hand, doesn't it? You know, the, the fitness side of things and also making sure what's going into your body is the right thing as well. Definitely. I've, I've always had a, a real passionate interest about health from having my, my own health scares when I was in my teens. I, I faced a, a life-threatening illness then. So I've always had no choice but to be healthy and, and be on top of my health. And, and as an executive, um, I was working at HBF 
and and I started just feeling tired and I thought, well, I'm not actually getting any exercise in during the day. So I made an appointment every single lunchtime while I was the executive manager of, of operations at HBF to, to go across the road and do a PT session at the, the gym that was right opposite our building. And the, the passion for exercise was just reignited and, and I felt fabulous and I mandated all my staff to, to do at least one PT session with me per week, which they, they came kicking and screaming to start with, but then they, they really got into it and enjoyed it. And I implemented a lot of health programs into HBF for the staff and then left there and went and worked at the, the Commonwealth Bank. I was the executive manager across the group of um, Bankwest and, H- and, and Commonwealth Bank then and implemented more health programs there and, and then was a CEO of a health company. And by the time I got there, I thought, well, this is my mecca, you know, to, to be the CEO of a health company. But by the time I actually got there and, and was doing the work, I, I looked at the, the nutritionists and the exercise physiologists and I just went, well, I actually want to do what you guys do. You know, you're, you're the ones actually helping people. And, and I just felt so removed from, from being able to help the, the people and be hands on. So um, I spoke to my husband and said, you know, that's that's actually where I really want to be. And he just went, do it, just go do it. So I spent six months studying and and then, yeah, just started up my own business, which was ticking over really nicely until Mel outed me. And then things got really busy after that. So <laughs> it's, um, but it's great. It, I managed to, to help a lot of people around the world. And I think there's just nothing better than that currency of knowing that I'm changing people's lives. Absolutely. And doing it, you know, in this day and age, now you can do it in your own lounge room and you're in your own office there at the moment, Samantha, you know, it's a very changing world, but it's one that's uh, rapidly uh, where the, the external sources such as, you know, going to, to various other areas need to be probably brought in house and you can still do that. You can still eat well, you can still exercise and you can still feel good as well. Hey, Sam, thanks very much for joining us. Really appreciate your time with us today to get a bit more into the exercise space. And also, I suppose, suppose our, our podcast, even though uh, the time will come hopefully when uh, COVID-19 is no longer a talking point, but for those who are in the mining industry and when they're travelling and they're sitting in their dongers or they're sitting in a small space of, of their living area that they're out on site with, they'll be able to take our advice and, and take a resistance band with them and perhaps a, a small dumbbell mm-hmm. as well and, and to be able to keep keep mighty fit on site to me most sites these days have got gyms or or that sort of exercise space but you know there are some that don't and hopefully this advice can can stick with them i hope so all i want people to do is get up and move you really can't get it too wrong and uh, and i am at this point just because of people's isolation i am actually putting free exercise videos up on on facebook so it's an open forum no subscription no payment no, no data gathering, no nothing. It's just completely free. So if they need some um, ideas, just yeah, head over to Facebook and, and grab some ideas and, and get moving. Sam, thanks again for joining us in The Crib Room. Thanks so much, Glenn. Cheers. The Crib Room series of podcasts are produced by Industry Link Media. Subscribe to podcasts via your audio platform and via industrylinkmedia.com. This is a Crib Room podcast.